Hey, you look so happy. What's going on? I just came from Uncle Dino's house. Hmm, I've never heard of him. Who's that? He's our next door neighbor. He's a balikbayan working abroad. He had a lot of pasalubong, but I'm the luckiest one because he gave me cash. Oh wow, yes, cash is king. How much did he give you? He gave me a thousand dollars. Oh my god, that is a lot of money. How much is that in pesos? Let me convert that. Hmm. 58,000 pesos! That's enough to buy me a brand new iPhone 14. Oh my god, I'm so jealous of you. Can I see the money? I've never actually seen a US dollar bill. Here you go. Hmm, nice. Wait. It says here Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe. This is not US dollars. What? So how much is this in pesos? Wait, let me see. 161 pesos. Oh no, goodbye iPhone 14. Oh well, at least you can still buy a casing. Hello everyone! Welcome to another episode of Banana Q Podcast. Today, I am going to interview Ray. So unlike most of our episodes, this is not really scripted. Mm. It's just on the fly. And the reason why I wanted to interview him was because he recently went back to the Philippines as a balikbayan, right? Yes. <laughs> I've never been home for like three years. Ever since COVID started, I wasn't, yeah. you know, yeah, flying back to the Philippines. So it was my first time in a span of three years mm. to fly back and be in balikbayan. Yes. I get <laughs> Yeah, so you've never been home, right? Yeah, you've never same been to the for Philippines. me. So that's why I was mm. curious as to, like, you know, what had changed in his experience. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, what happened post-pandemic. How is it different compared to how we used to be balikbayans? Yes, pre-pandemic. That's right. right? Okay, and yeah. I, and I want to focus on the changes, like the very obvious changes. Mm-hmm. And I think the first thing that pops to my mind is booking a flight. Back mm. to the Philippines is really different now. Like so how? first of all, Cebu Pacific, Philippine Airlines, all, all the airlines no longer serve a direct flight back to Cebu. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that is really inconvenient, right? Because mm. you as a you need to travel to either Manila or Singapore mm-hmm. <laughs> just to go back. To Cebu, which is a little bit frustrating and strange, because Cebu Pacific is in the name Cebu yes. Pacific, <laughs> but it doesn't fly direct to Cebu. <laughs> True, very that's point. ironic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so that was one of the big changes, and I suppose it's because of the less frequent travels mm. or tourists going to Cebu, right? Yeah. And you know, airlines—they are a business; they need to also make sure that enough people are actually buying tickets. For them to continue flying to these destinations, mm. so yeah, so that was we, we had to lay over for about I don't know four hours in Manila. Yeah, that's not too bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Not too bad, but y- you know how Manila Airport is, right? It's not really the most convenient mm. airport. Oh, what did you end up doing during the four hours? Because uh, I remember your wife mm. was asking, you know, in the group mm. chat, like what they should do. And Gemma suggested that what she usually does during layovers is to get a massage. Did you do that? No, not really. I don't think we have enough time because normally when you're flying, kind of the same airline going to 
uh, a destination with transfers, they would transfer your bags for you, right? Mm. You would collect your bags at the final point of destination. Mm. But for us, we had to collect our bags. Oh. We had to check in our bags uh, separately. So that wasted a little bit of time. I see. And then, so we decided, you know what? Let's just <laughs> uh, stick to uh, sitting down at the airport, uh, watching TV. Mm. And it was a work day for me because we flew on a Thursday. So I did a little bit of work at the airport. So <laughs> Workaholic much? Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. And you did not eat Jollibee in the airport, right? No, we couldn't. We mm. couldn't eat Jollibee. So we're just um, sitting there. And the funny thing is we met a friend. We met a friend and, and her husband at the airport <laughs> uh, on our flight from Manila to Cebu. It was complete coincidence. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was so funny. And right, so, yeah, that was one of the big change. I suppose and the cost as well. Was there a big change in that? So we booked it before Japan was open. Mm. So it was a little bit cheaper. Mm. Uh, so it was a sale. Uh, we, we got a piece of sale. So it was a little bit cheaper. If you compare it to today, it, it's it's a lot more expensive because Japan, as you know, has opened its borders. Mm. Uh, it's now welcoming tourists. And so the prices for airfare has spiked. So luckily, mm. we got that before that happened. Mm-hmm. And I really want to complain to our experience in Subu Pacific. So one of the changes they did is they got rid of the customer service representative. Okay. Uh, so you can no longer kind of call them mm. to ask for an issue or if, if there's something wrong with your booking, mm. you can speak to a customer service representative, right? But now they are so proud that they have digitized that process. So you can chat to a chatbot. <laughs> on their website and how did it how did that go? and that experience was horrible oh it, it's, it really is horrible I want to complain okay and, but you cannot complain because there's no number to call <laughs> <laughs> you complain to the chatbot oh god and, and as we yeah. know AI is not perfect so it's not perfect and what happens is if AI could not answer your question you would be directed to a customer service representative. So an actual person is actually chatting with you. Mm. But you know how it is, right? There are things that's better explained via conversation, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. rather than just messaging mm. in a chat. And it's quite strange because they take a while to respond. But if you respond just a minute later, they would automatically close oh my God. the session. <laughs> it's so frustrating. So please, Cebu Pacific, if you're listening to this, Put back your customer service yeah. representative phone. Yeah, um, yeah number, robots can't replace. It's not working. Can't replace humans in a lot of things yet, right? Because mm. I've had a lot of issues with with my booking. I wanted to add additional baggage. Mm. I paid for it, but then it didn't register. So I was like complaining about it. Why is it? And they were like, "Oh, it's an error. We will refund you." But then the refund is not gonna take. You know all the hassle <laughs> mm-hmm. that airlines have you have to go through just for them to protect their money they won't refund you right then and there so yeah it it was frustrating experience all right so once you reach the philippines uh what were the requirements Mm, good question so they have now relaxed really the borders so for as long as you're fully vaccinated plus uh, a a booster shot Mm. you, you don't have to have a test Mm. Um, at the airport so you just need to fill out a form you attach your vaccination certificates and you will be issued a one health pass 
Mm. Right? It has a QR code that you need to present upon entering to the immigration officer. And once they scan your QR code and everything checks out, you can get in without any additional hassle. Mm, and there's no quarantine anymore, right? No quarantine anymore. And I think um, there's only mandatory testing if you have symptoms. Mm. Uh, like upon landing, you suddenly feel sick, you have high fever, then yes, you'll be tested back then. But without any symptoms, you're fully vaccinated, it's, it's back to normal, essentially. Oh, okay. That's international travel going to the Philippines, but apparently other areas, uh, say my wife visited Kamigin uh, as well, but then Kamigin has their own kind of procedures. Mm. Uh, they, they had to undergo kind of a different process. They uploaded their vaccination certificate separately mm-hmm. in Kamigin. So it's, it's a, a little bit strange. So if you're traveling within the Philippines, you need to make sure that you know what the local rules are mm. uh, before proceeding. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So what were the major changes that you noticed? Yeah, there are a lot of changes. I think the first that I noticed is the airport. Mm. So airport in Cebu is really new. Mm. Uh, it has a lot of facilities. Um, yeah, it's it's really surprising how much has changed in the span of three years. Um, it, it's It's totally different mm. i suppose it's a it's a good sign of progress mm-hmm. and aside from the airport there's also a new bridge in cebu mm. so uh, as you know uh, the airport in cebu is located in Mactan, which is a separate island mm. and there used to be only two bridges connecting Mactan and the main island of cebu and it gets really really congested mm. you know people traveling uh, to the airport uh, really have to a lot a lot of buffer time uh, for traffic uh, congestion but now there's a third bridge and it's a newer bridge it connects Mactan through Cordova to uh, Cebu through the new south road property so it's a totally new bridge that you can use and it, it's it's really beautiful and that's good I must say. Yeah, yeah that's good right that's good progress okay it is it is mm-hmm. yeah but then what has not changed and has I think worsened is the traffic congestion oh even with the third bridge right as soon as you arrive in main Cebu Island, the traffic congestion is still terrible. Mm. Yeah, roads are still not, I don't know, widened. And there's still a lot of potholes, mm. I suppose, from the typhoon, right? Uh, oh, yes, Each yes. time a typhoon passes, a lot of the roads actually get damaged and none of them, you know, it's, it's a very slow repair and so uh, traffic mm-hmm. uh, takes a hit. But what I did notice something new about the cars on the road is, number one, jeepneys. There's a newer version. There's mm. a, an air-conditioned jeepney. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of them. Nice. Maybe they realized yeah. it was very hot. Or, you know, global yes. warming has made the weather hotter in a lot of countries. Mm. Maybe Philippines is one of those. Yes. And I suppose it's also kind of about time, right? Mm. You, you see all those jeepneys, very old, very dilapidated. Like, you're surprised. Why are these still running? Like, <laughs> it, it, they look like health hazards. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's rusty. It's dangerous. So, what I've heard is those old-style jeepneys can only operate up to end of next year. Mm. So, they need to be renewed. They need to be kind of air-conditioned and all this new style. I of, see. Okay. Of jeepneys, yeah, which was really good. So speaking of transportation, Uber is no longer in Cebu and in the Philippines. You've you've heard of that, right? Yeah, but do you still have Grab? 
in the yeah, in that's, Cebu. I installed Grab before I flew to Cebu, but then they're not able to accept foreign credit cards. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how does that work? So you pay you pay by cash. Ah, okay, that's fine, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fine, but then there's no longer a difference between hopping onto a taxi and getting oh. a Grab car. Because right. that's the problem, right? Sometimes the problem is you don't have change. Mm-hmm. And then in the Philippines, you, you as the passenger, you as the customer, you will be pressured to bring coins with you, right? <laughs> have you noticed that, D? Yeah, they always round upwards, right? Like, for example... Round upwards. Like, the yeah. fee is 70 pesos. They will... Ch- if you have 100, they will not give you back the 30 pesos. You see? <laughs> and then that's wrong. Yes. <laughs> that is that is so wrong. Yeah, it's so wrong because like in, in I I know in Singapore, they always give you the change down to the last centavo, right? Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, and, and it's illegal also technically. In, in Hong Kong, yeah, unless you tell them, keep the change. Mm. Yeah. Say, for example, what you have in your pocket is just a 500 peso bill, mm. right? And then the meter is, say, 157. Mm. You give a $500 bill and they will say, Sir, do you have 57 pesos? <laughs> it's like, um, no. <laughs> Why? Is, is my payment not enough? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, you'll, you'll be pressured to bring uh, coins and, and change with you. Otherwise, it, it can get really really complicated yeah like, they will round up and or so sometimes they would more. say they don't have change and you don't even know if they're just saying that so that <laughs> they can just pocket the whole 500 i mean we've heard mm. these stories before right we've mm. encountered them before and i don't know if it's a filipino trait but i just suddenly remembered something one of my colleagues here in hong kong was complaining to me like she went to a filipino store here in hong kong and mm. she was annoyed because she gave 500 hong kong dollars and she bought well maybe 200 something and they mm. were asking her do you have um like smaller bills and she's annoyed because 500 there is not even like 500 singapore dollars it's like equivalent to 100 mm. singapore dollars why don't they have change right mm. so i don't know if, yeah. <laughs> if that's a filipino <laughs> thing or what <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a really good point but yeah. the good thing is so so that's the downside right mm. but the good thing what i saw was philippines also kind of slowly but surely adopting cashless mode of payment. Oh, really? So Gcash. Oh, they have Gcash. Gcash. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Gcash is now getting really, really popular. Unfortunately, I don't have Gcash. Mm -hmm, My credit card is not accepted. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. It's a pain for me, but if you're planning to be in the Philippines for longer, I think signing up to grab with Gcash, I think it's... It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Rather than, you know, bringing a lot of coins. On the subject of coins, oh my God. The, have you seen the new coins in the Philippines? No, of course not. What, what, does, what do they look like? They look the same. <laughs> like the one peso uh-huh. looks like a 10 peso coin. And it's just so confusing. Oh, they you, all look the you, same. They all look the same. And, and the same size the purpose, also? Right? Almost the same size. And unless your, your, your hand is made of caliper <laughs> uh, measuring <laughs> device, mm-hmm. you wouldn't... like. I, I waste my time because I, I really need to check. Mm. I need to flip. Okay, what is this? Is this a 10 peso? Okay, this one's... Mm. Like, the sizes are the same. The color is the same. It's all silver. Oh, no. Like, before, it's easy to determine because... Yeah, the 10 is gold is, and silver, uh, right? 
gold, silver, and then five peso is gold. Yes. I mean, it's not really gold. Like, like bronze or gold something. Gold color. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then the one peso is silver, right? So yeah. it's easy. It's mm. easy to count. It's easy. It, you, you make faster And they were counting, different sizes also, I would think, probably. Yeah, dramatically yeah. different sizes. But, but now you have a 20 peso coin mm. that looked like a 10 peso coin in the past. Right. So to me, it's it's a mind trick, right? It's like, oh, this looks like a 10 peso before, but now it's actually 20 peso. And the 10 peso looks like a 1 peso. It's like, oh my God. And the 25 cents also look like a 1 peso. Oh. So it's like, <laughs> oh no. That is confusing. Yes. Okay. Whoever designed, whoever designed the coins, please. <laughs> oh my God. What was the rationale? Yeah. It really oh is God. confusing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's good to know. Um, how about the paper money? Was there anything that changed on that? Uh, it was. I think it was already implemented three years ago. But have you seen the two hundred peso bill? I think there. I already saw a two hundred peso bill like way back. Is there a new mm. one? What What do you mean? What is? That I don't think it's. Uh, I I think it's just something that I haven't really seen mm, before. Oh, frequently. No, th- yeah. Yeah, I think I already saw the two hundred before. Isn't it the one with three people on it? Am I right? No, no, that's no. The Who is the one with the? Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know my money. <laughs> oh, you know what that is. <laughs> so the the two hundred peso bill is color green. Right. I don't remember what year it was when they updated the the faces. So it's the same people, mm-hmm. right? But I but remember they made them younger. Uh-huh. And then I was saying, are they ageist or something? What's going on? <laughs> Why? Let's go to food. Mm. No, for food. Obviously, I ate Jollibee almost uh, every day. <laughs> oh, I, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what was the specific food item in Jollibee that you ate the most, you think? Spaghetti. Hands down, spaghetti. So almost every meal, I had spaghetti. So it's either spaghetti with chicken, spaghetti with burger yum. Mm. And then I also had the two-piece burger steak. And then I noticed there's a lot more kind of foreign cuisine, fast food chains in the Philippines. I, w- I wouldn't say fast food chains. So say, for example, a ramen shop. Mm. A lot of ramen shops have been sprouting in in Cebu. Also kind of Korean food. You have some mm. gyupsal kind of Oh yeah, that, uh, I don't think shops. that was common. Um, no. Yeah. yeah. I think Manila like as well. There's a lot of... Uh, some. some mm. I think there were already some of those you mm. know, way before, but now it's like they're everywhere. I don't know, maybe it's because there are a lot of Koreans in the Philippines, right? They go to the Philippines mm. to study English. And then aside from that, a lot of Filipinos like K-pop or mm, know, K-drama right. and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my friends were asking, hey, where do you want to eat? There's a new ramen shop in Ayala Center. I was like, I just came from Japan. Why would, <laughs> yeah. why would you offer? And then, a ramen and then you would shop? only be disappointed and say, "This is not like Jap- Japanese ramen at all." Like you think this is genuine? No, it's not. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm really, really amused that there's a lot more kind of ramen shops, Korean food. That's good, right? Western that means cuisine. Um, yeah, it's um, good. Filipinos now have more options. Yeah, mm, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a lot of convenience stores mm. recently. In, in Japan, it's ubiquitous, right? You can see mm. one in each corner. But in the Philippines, not really. Three years ago, not really. But now, there's a lot more. 7-Eleven. Like, there are those kind of 
uh, established convenience stores. Mm-hmm. There are also rip-offs. Like? Like, you know the popular cartoon Ben 10? Mm-hmm. In Cebu, there's a convenience co- store called Ben El... Uh, Ben 11. Oh my God. And then the color is is so similar to 7-Eleven. Won't they get sued? I wonder. Um, they're still in operation. Okay. So, so yeah, there's a lot more kind of convenience also, store slash convenience store ripoffs. Right. So, but already in the Philippines, we had a lot of like sorry, sorry stores, right? So why do you think mm. that, you know, these convenience stores popped up? Wouldn't it be cheaper in, for if you know if you buy from a sari sari store, perhaps? Well, the industry that's most popular in the, in Cebu, at least, is BPOs, right? Business mm. process outsourcing, and a lot of these call centers and what what have you, they sometimes kind of work very weird shifts, mm, like yep. mid shifts from five to so. Sari Sari store closes by say 8 p.m. Right, mm-hmm. once prime time show is on, mm-hmm. all, all the tenderas are already <laughs> kind of off. They're, they're mm-hmm. watching TV. You can't disturb them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're a call center agent, your shift ends say 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. There's no more Sari Sari store available. Got like it. what if you're hungry, you want to eat your favorite uh, cup noodle. Mm-hmm. So so now. To answer that need, convenience stores are now. I see. So these convenience up. stores are probably twenty-four hours. Like in Manila, there yes. there used to be a lot, right? Like because obviously mm. Makati, where I worked before, we where we both worked mm. before, there was as you mentioned, there was one on every corner because there were a lot of call centers, and mm. that is why when I moved to Singapore, I was like, well, I'm hungry at nine p.m. and there's nothing open, so it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm used yeah. to that lifestyle that, you know, you could just go out anytime, right? And there's mm. always something open. But yeah, okay. So Cebu is becoming like Makati, I guess. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And you'll be surprised, right? You can hear, like I was walking around kind of Ayala Center and you can hear people speaking in Tagalog. It's like, huh? Like, huh? <laughs> that wasn't a thing before, right? Mm-hmm. That wasn't a thing before, like... <laughs> Especially if you're Cebuano, right? Mm. Why would you speak Tagalog? So mm. for sure, they are from other parts, other regions of the Philippines. And it seems like because of the BPO boom in Cebu, a lot of people, wherever you're from, right? You would actually go to Cebu to work. Yeah, kind of like so, how we did for Makati before. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's good though. That that means it's not just centered in Luzon anymore. We were kind of mm. complaining about this in previous episodes, right? So now it's good yeah. that there is development in Visayas now mm. as well. So that gives opportunities to the locals within Cebu mm. as well as to people who are maybe just nearer to Cebu, right? Like That's right. Uh, within Visayas and maybe Mindanao, like some parents don't trust Manila for their kids. Mm. Like, oh, it's very dangerous there. You will get killed. You would get snatched no. or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. So probably, yeah, that's a, another chance there's another yeah, opportunity. You're right. Yeah. Because when I was when when I graduated, right? I looked for opportunities in Cebu and there was a, you know, a lacking of opportunities like this, like multinational international firms are not really in Cebu. They're all in Manila, Makati. So you have no choice. I I did not have any choice but mm. to fly to Manila, but now graduates have a lot more opportunities to to stay and you know, really thrive in a career. By yeah. staying just in, in Cebu. Yes, and that's good though because that means uh, they get to stay with their families or they get to stay with their friends 
whom they grew mm. up with, right? When we arrived, it was actually Fiesta of Talisay, where my wife uh, is from. Mm. And apparently, it was the first Fiesta in the past three years because of COVID. Mm. So they canceled Fiesta because of COVID. So people really were so excited to be able to celebrate Fiesta yeah, again. Yeah, you can imagine, right? Oh, yeah. That's good. So many lechon. <laughs> <laughs> it was... So I don't know, unhealthy, but mm-hmm. you know what? It's it's just once a year, so might as well enjoy it, mm-hmm. right? And then there was a shortage of Coca Cola as well. <laughs> what? Have you heard of this? No, really, that's funny. So okay, ap- why? What apparently happened? there was a sugar shortage, uh, and so they weren't able to produce enough Coca Cola as, as before. So supply chain problems mm. uh, kind of crippled kind of the availability of Coca Cola. So can you imagine eating lechon without drinking coke? It's it's yeah no it's not no. as good. Like, <laughs> so people were like uh, very creative. They you know tang the, mm, the the juice powder juice the juice mm-hmm. the powder juice they mix it with water. But it's it's different. Yeah, you know. Well, was it only the coke that was in short supply? What about Pepsi? <laughs> so <laughs> or uh, sparkle? <laughs> no, I, I think <laughs> because coke was in short supply. The others were also kind of were in demand. Mm. Mm. Okay. So Coke, Sprite, Sarsi nobody likes or whatever. So sorry, Pepsi, but in Cebu you rarely see Pepsi. It's it's. Mm. So what's the second in Coca-Cola. second most popular? Mountain Dew, maybe. Okay. And all the other Coca-Cola products like Sprite, um, Royal True Orange. Oh, there's another one as well. Royal True Orange. Yeah, yes. that one. Interesting that there was, was a supply really issue. Okay, got it. One thing I noticed as well in Cebu is there's a lot more malls. Mm. So notice what we've been talking so far is there's a lot more development in Cebu, right? Yeah. New bridge, congestion, more BPOs, and now more malls. Mm-hmm. I'm so surprised passing by the highway. It's like, oh, what is this? Oh, this is something new. And then uh, three blocks down, there's another new mall. So there really is kind of like a, a renaissance of development in Cebu and what's exciting is people can stand by can can <laughs> just hang out uh-huh. in in the malls for free air conditioning right because yeah. it's so hot in in Cebu so more power build more malls so that people will have free air conditioning I yeah i mean that's what that's um, a lot of people do yeah i mean i know mm. i used to do that as well especially during <laughs> the hot months i mean well mm. that's actually most of the year Right, but mm. yeah, so that's well good, I suppose, and also gives more jobs to people and all that. So yeah, that's mm. good. But one thing I noticed, even though there are a lot more malls, there's still not enough good furniture stores in Cebu. That's mm. what I noticed. Okay. So we were, I was looking for just a simple two-seater sofa uh, in Cebu, and it's there really is there's not much choice. And even if I found one, mm. they don't have stock. They just <laughs> What you see at the mall mm. is what you get. Okay. They were like, oh, we, we don't have new stock. So, yeah, if you want that, you can get that. But then uh, this is actually a showroom. <laughs> so a lot of people have already sat on this. Uh. <laughs> and you can see it's already not pristine. Like mm. There's already, I don't know, um, dirt marks. Ah. And they don't give you a discount. Oh, yeah, like, there should be. Yeah, usually there should be, right? should be like discounted. A, yeah. 
No. That's, so yeah, but but that's, I, that's, I guess they know that people have no choice. That's why people would still mm. pay for it, right? So there's no IKEA in Cebu, I suppose, right? No IKEA in Cebu. We do have the biggest IKEA in in Pasay in Manila. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah, but just recent, right? Was it last yet. year or this year that that opened? Uh, 2021. Yes, okay. last year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, so maybe I really eventually. Wish, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I think eventually I when it so. if you know it becomes. Uh, what do you call this? If it's successful in in hmm. in Manila, then they would probably open one in Cebu, since as you mentioned, that is you know the new BPO hub or something, right? Hmm. So probably maybe next time around. <laughs> but there's but, also but then, no furniture in SM. I thought here at SM we've got <laughs> it all. So they do have they do have it all, <laughs> but again the choices are. Uh, I don't know. Not mm. not really. The, probably I'm spoiled, right? Because mm. where I'm from, there's an IKEA, mm. and there's also Muji. There's also there's a lot more choice. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see a furniture back in Cebu, there's I have this benchmark in my mind. Yeah, I was like, no, this is not quite what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Probably that's kind of why it's hard for me to to decide on a furniture. But I really like the idea of IKEA. Putting a, a warehouse in Cebu, that pressures the local mm. shops, right? To do to better. To either give, yeah. to do better or perhaps lower their prices and give free delivery. Oh my God, there's no free delivery. <laughs> really? In, Cebu. in Hong Kong, does it have free delivery? Um, I above imagine above a certain is, right? amount, I think. I can't remember for IKEA. I think IKEA, there's a flat fee. No, so it's not just furniture. Also, if you buy, say, TV. Oh yeah, that one would have free, free delivery, delivery usually. Yes. See, mm. but in 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 Cebu at least there's no free delivery, which is a little bit bizarre. Yeah, mm. you would. But I, I I just realized I remembered something about this. Yes, mm. they usually charge for delivery, right? So I think this was mm. a few years back. So my parents we bought a TV for them, and then mm. and this was this was in Palawan, and then this was in SM, and they said they were charging. So my dad was like, "Oh, it's fine. Let's just you know bring the TV ourselves." I uh, know, <laughs> not just a TV. No, it was not a TV. It was like kind of a where you put the TV. What is that called? Um, a TV board. Yeah, or whatever. So it was mm. already assembled for. I guess, mm. like you said, right? Like what is there? That's what's for sale. And then we mm. actually <laughs> wheeled that home. Pedicab or whatever incident Pedicab. No, remember Furniture? my pedicab. No, re- no, not remember. Oh, your pedicab story. Okay. Remember my pedicab story. So this one is like, well, that was still funnier, but this one is also kind of like that. Like we were wheeling this giant <laughs> cabinet for the TV through the mall and like you know crossing the street with it and what because the house is just um like across the road from SM, but still okay. it's like a you know a but wide still, yeah. road. It's still very weird to be doing that. So it's. Funny, mm. that's all. Yeah, oh, and that's because speaking, of that. There's speaking no of pedicab, they're, they've phased out pedicabs in, in Cebu. Oh, okay. They've converted them into e-bikes. Ooh, what, what is actually yeah. an e-bike? What, why is it called? It's, in, uh, it's an electronic bike. Mm. So the driver doesn't have to pedal anymore. It's mm. powered by a battery. So it's oh. like a motorcycle, but not really. It's an electronic bicycle with a sidecar. Okay, that's still pretty cool though. At least they don't need yeah. to struggle, right? Like, 
Mm. Yeah, and the driver can probably <laughs> drive from Paco, Manila to Makati, mm. you know, and not be by that time because <laughs> he's very sweaty already, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yes. okay, so, so good that for was... them. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Mm-hmm. This just reminded me. So me mentioning about IKEA and Cebu pressuring the local businesses to do, to do better, to do more. There's a downside to it, right? Because a lot of politicians are actually want to put the interest of the local businesses first. The tendency is they want to avoid competition because they want to protect local business mm. protectionism, right? And, and to me, it's it's not really good. Like you, you need to kind of embrace competition because yeah. that's the way we progress, right? And and this is, it just reminded me when I was back in, in, in Cebu, Jingoy Estrada, uh, I think it was Jingoy Estrada, yes, Senator Jingoy Estrada, mm-hmm. he proposed to ban Korean drama because oh. our local artists no longer have jobs. Like, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I seem to have seen a blip. I, don't, I didn't see the whole thing, but there was a blurb about um, I think uh, Robin Padilla, Senator Robin Padilla, mm. also made a comment like, "Mas guapo naman kami," like something to <laughs> something to that effect. Like, why are people, <laughs> um, you know, more interested in watching K dramas rather than Philippine mm. dramas? And that was his reasoning. Um, yeah, so maybe this is related at, to what you said. It's probably in the old mm. in the same Senate hearing or whatever it's called, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, which is bizarre. Right? Like, again, this is about protectionism, mm, but. Mm, mm. It's counterintuitive because it's competition that actually improves everything, not just for for businesses, but also for consumers. Right? Yeah, and if they really want the government to step in and help, they should do the way that Korean government helps K-drama and K-pop mm. industry, right? They actually yeah. pour money into this to help them, mm. you know, be elevated to the world, which is what's working, mm. right? Because I am sure the Philippine actors are very talented, the problem mm. is that if there's not enough money, right? That's why we have wonky CGI or like terrible, <laughs> yes. you know. <laughs> like, yes. Right? Like if they had more money, they, they probably would churn out better products. I mean, we have mm. seen those shows. I mean, some of them are weird, but some of them actually are pretty good, right? So, mm. yeah, they just need more money probably. And then not just for CGI or something, but, um, you know, they can send this writers and actors to proper school, right? Yes. And then that would improve the talent as well. And yeah. eventually, you know, maybe the whole world will also recognize Philippine cinema to be good. Because mm. it used to be very monotonous, right? I remember, like, not recently, but maybe three decades ago, mm. there's always a pattern. Mm-mm. Like... There's a protagonist, antagonist, and there's a singing, dancing, and then <laughs> the, middle of the, the, movie, yes. <laughs> the the protagonist gets kidnapped and then mm-hmm. rescued, mm-hmm. and then police arrives after the <laughs> protagonist is rescued, and then wedding. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's mm. that's all the movies. I mean, the actors are changing, and there's always like a scene where the main actress is crying for so long. Mm. And then yeah. obviously there's like a slapping scene between mm. the the contravida and the vida. <laughs> yeah, it 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 actually is kind of repetitive and formulaic mm. basically. And yes. yeah, and I mean yeah. that time because that's all that you see, you think it's good. But <laughs> now you're looking back like, why is it like this? Yeah. <laughs> you see, it pushes people mm-hmm. you know, create to to produce more creative uh, movies. So yeah, 
But you are right thing. because they're saying right that monopolies are. That's why in some countries uh, there's a uh, laws against monopolies, right? Because that mm. means if if a company is a monopoly, then they're not really gonna be good for the consumers because yeah, you have no choice but to buy you from no me. Yeah. So why exactly. do I need to make an effort, right? So mm. it's actually good if there's challenge. It's the same way with everything, right? Even for mm. jobs or whatever. So yeah, I think you're right that they shouldn't ban Korean dramas. <laughs> Such a lame idea. And yeah. But I know it that is. they have been against um I, I remember many, many years ago when Robin was still not a senator, he was also like complaining. I forgot what what it Spider-Man, not the recent Spider-Man, okay? Like probably okay. Amazing Spider-Man or maybe the Toby. I don't remember which one. And then he was complaining like why more people want to watch Spider-Man instead of whatever movie it was that he had. So <laughs> <laughs> why you ha- why you watch Spider-Man? We have Gagam Boy. <laughs> yes. And also, isn't it that that's the reason why in December, I, I don't probably not the whole December, like the last two weeks or something. The hmm. Philippines ah. cinemas are not allowed to show foreign films yeah. because they need to only show the what they call this Metro Famas Manila or, Film Fest. Yeah, that one. I think I'm wrong. Famas hmm. is M-M-F-F. a different one. Yeah. So the MMFF um, award shows. That's all that they could hmm. show, right? So <laughs> MMFF is MF. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that one. Yeah, we've, we've actually uh, veered very off topic. Very <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry okay, can we go back to? <laughs> Let's go back to. Okay, so uh, yeah, the new. Oh, one thing I've noticed as well is physical change. Three years I've not been back to Cebu, and my nieces, my nephews, my wife's nieces and nephews have grown so much. Mm-hmm. Most of them are taller than me. Wow. <laughs> already. Which is bizarre, right? But that's How a much good has thing though, because that means years. um the gen the Filipinos are growing taller compared <laughs> yes. to previous generations. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god. Mm. But but it really is kind of um how how you can take for granted connections, right? And maybe you, you speak to these people, you video, what was that? you talk to them via messenger video, video conference. Mm-hmm. It's still different when you meet them in person. Yeah. You know, height is one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, you're, you're so tall now. It, it really is different. So I think that's one of the downsides, right? Of being mm-hmm. away from our family, really having that physical connection is still leaps and bounds compared to uh, getting connected via online. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. We we spoke about GCash earlier, mm-hmm. right? About um, electronic money. I also want to highlight how much better online banking has become in the Philippines. That's good. Most specifically, BPI, mm. Bank of the Philippine Islands. So I've I've banked with several other banks, mm-hmm. but when we went back to the Philippines, I made sure I closed all other bank accounts <laughs> because their banking, their online banking is just atrocious okay. compared to BPI. So BPI, you can send money in an instant. Mm-hmm. You can also convert your dollars to peso mm, nice. um, in an instant. So it, it really is convenient. So they've adopted this digital transformation 
where it used to be you need to queue for long hours just to get your money because mm. you know ATMs have a 20,000 peso limit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20,000 pesos is nothing, right? Mm-hmm. If you're Balik Bayan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's a daily limit. Everybody. <laughs> and that's a daily limit. Mm-hmm. So r- regardless, you want to hop in and out of different ATMs, it's still going to be the same. Yes, you yes. can only withdraw 20,000 pesos in a day. Mm. Uh, it, it used to be 10,000, but for BPI, you can get as much as 20,000 if okay. you withdraw in a BPI ATM. Okay, very specific. <laughs> so, okay, very very specific. But but online banking, oh my god, hands down, it's it's a lot better compared mm. to three years ago. And that's so, good. Yeah. Uh, my question is, can are they now allowing you to like change your because there's a one time pin kind of situation, right? So when I moved from Singapore to Hong Kong, <coughs> I wasn't able mm-hmm. to change um you know my number from my Singapore number to my Hong Kong number because. Uh, apparently, you needed to be physically in the Philippines or whatever. Oh, no. So you can use out. your overseas number. So right now, I'm linked to my Japan number. But did you have to go physically to the bank to have it changed or not? I don't think I did. Yeah. I think I called them. I called their call uh, call center because they're not like Cebu Pacific where <laughs> they use chatbot okay, to receive good. your questions. So there, there actually is um, a telephone number you can call. You can tell them your situation. Hey, I've moved out of the Philippines. Mm. Here's my new number. I need to, you know, um, connect. But But I think setting up your online banking, it's better to do it in the Philippines, right? Because you need to sign a lot of documents yeah and, uh, yeah because that's what mm. i encountered with bpi that my problem with mm. bpi was when i wanted to to because they implemented the otp thing while i was in singapore so mm. i wanted to give them a singapore number and and they wouldn't accept it over the phone so when i went home to the philippines that's the time i went to the branch and i said can i put this singapore number there and the the whoever the customer service representative was like not sure. I said, "Can you just try putting it in?" <laughs> because I was really annoyed. Mm. And then she tried putting mm. it in, and it worked. But then you cannot change it without actually being in the bank. So that was the annoying mm. part. And my friend here in Hong Kong had the same problem with BPI. That's why we don't like BPI. And that's why I'm using BDO because BDO allows you to do that to for for you to just call them and change your number. So I don't know if I that has changed. I have not tried BDO. I have not tried BDO. Um, so, well, uh, I stand corrected. I thought it was BPI only doing this. So BDO also has really good online banking. I didn't know that. Yeah, and they do for me anyway. Like you can also, uh, I don't know about the changing dollars things, but you could like uh, send money to BDO account or non-BDO account as well. I think, uh, yeah, instantly pretty much. So maybe they're like, they are probably kind of the bigger banks in the Philippines, right? Along with Metro Bank, I would think. I don't know about mm. Metro Bank if, if, you know, if they're any good as, or whatever. But yeah, so that's that's my experience. But maybe BPI has already improved because I haven't really checked mm. because for now, I my one bank is BDO. But who knows, right? Maybe they have already addressed that problem. So let's mm, see. It could be. <laughs> could be a hiccup before mm. and they've improved it now. Yeah, because, because my friend here has kept yeah. her Philippine SIM for that reason. Because of Ooh. the OTP for BPI. I'm saying that's weird. Ooh. You have two phones and because only because of the bank. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> no, or maybe yeah. that was before. Maybe it's improved now and she just didn't know. Who knows? Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from banking. <laughs> moving, moving on from banking. I think mm-hmm. it's important to mention that 
upon our departure from Cebu, there was a there was an accident at Cebu Airport. Yeah, so that one. Yes. Korean Air airplane actually upon landing overshoots its landing, and so it crashed on the runway on the one and only runway <laughs> of Cebu Airport. Oh my god! And so. All flights were canceled. So, mm. fortunately, nobody was injured. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no, there was no ca- casualty. That's well and good. But then the the plane was actually blocking all other flights. So, they had no choice. They had to cancel all the flights on that day. So, luckily, my wife, she was in Kamigan the day before. Mm-hmm. Good thing that they took a flight before that accident. Oh. Otherwise, they would have been trapped in Kamigan. They wouldn't have been able to... Be in Cebu for our flight to Manila and then to Narita. So, oh, yeah. And and luckily our flight wasn't canceled as mm. well. So yeah, it, it's it good that they up. managed to fix it within. That means they fix it within twenty four hours, probably. Within twenty four hours, mm. yes. But then there were a lot of people who got trapped, right? Mm. So especially those who kind of have connecting flights as well out of Cebu, because again. Cebu Pacific, they don't have direct flights to Cebu anymore oh, from, yeah. <laughs> from Japan. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, there were a lot of people who got you know inconvenienced by that. But, but yeah, we have no choice. Maybe it's high time to add one runway, one more runway. Yeah, maybe I should have. Cebu. I should hope that they learned a lesson from this yeah. <laughs> experience. And you know, yeah. oops, guys, maybe we need to add one more runway. Yeah, probably. Mm. Let's see what they do. Mm. Okay, so that's yeah. interesting that something happened while you were there. So, from Philippines to back to Japan, mm. what was the experience like? So, as you said, Japan is open now. Is, is that right? Yeah, Japan as of October 11th is now open for tourists. Mm-hmm. But then people confuse when I say open, it doesn't mean you don't need a visa <laughs> to come to Japan. <laughs> no, really. The regular <laughs> rules apply. Mm-hmm. What I mean by open is you don't have to take a test, PCR mm-hmm. test mm-hmm. upon arrival. You don't have to be quarantined. So Japan was very strict before. That is why tourist entry kind of plummeted Mm-mm. right over the past three years because they were so strict. If you come here, you need to have a business visa. You need to be very specific with your reasons why you're here. You need to take a test. You need to be quarantined and all that. But mm-hmm. now, for as long as you have vaccination certificates, when you arrive in Japan, you just need to answer a questionnaire. Maybe you can answer that questionnaire <laughs> before coming to Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an option as well. But yeah, all you need to do is answer simple questions. Yes or no. Have you been to these countries? Have you you know, had symptoms in the past. Very easy. You, mm. you don't have to study about that questionnaire. And then once you're done with that, you're free to go. You, you can enter Japan That's without good. any quarantine, without any test. Very convenient. That's good, right? Yeah. Mm. Nice. Okay, so that means like, you know, people can start visiting Japan again. I know it's one of the popular Asian destinations, right? People love mm. going to Japan because obviously of the really good food. Like anywhere in Japan you go, the food is good. And yes. probably people want to go in May or or no April, right? For the sakura blossoms and mm. what else? I, I heard that before Hong Kongers like to go to Japan to go shopping for secondhand bags or something. I don't know. Apparently that's a thing. <laughs> so mm, that's yeah, a- branded secondhand branded bags. Mm-hmm. So anything secondhand in Japan is so good because people really take care of their items. Mm-hmm. 
Like if you go to secondhand shops in Japan, you will be really surprised with the quality. It's like, huh? this looks brand new. This mm. looks pristine because people really take care. So I'm not surprised why people, if you like Gucci bags or mm. very expensive, luxurious brands, then getting them secondhand in Japan might be a good idea yeah. because you get it cheaper, but then you know, it looks it's in brand good new. Quality. Probably that's yeah. the reason why it's popular then. Yeah. Oh, one mm. more thing that I forgot to ask about is the OWA OEC thing, right? Like, that's not going back to Japan. That's Owa, actually Owa, when you go Owa, into the Philippines. <laughs> I'm in love with your body. Owa, oh. <laughs> OWA is Overseas Workers Welfare. Welfare, was it? So it's, it's mm. the organization, the mm. governmental body that regulates kind of overseas employment. And mm. we didn't have to do that because we we're already permanent residents. Oh right yeah. Now. Oh, that's the mm. that's the difference. So you're not like That's the difference. OFWs anymore. Technically we're still are, but because so the reason why you needed OA OEC is to make sure that when you're leaving Philippines, you actually have employment abroad, right? Mm. It's a it's a validation. Okay. But because we are permanent residents of Japan, mm. Technically, we don't need a valid work visa. We don't need oh. a, a verification of employment because we are permanent residents of Japan. Okay, so you don't so, need OEC anymore. But my question, next question is, do you need to pay the taxes then in the airport? Or Good question because we really thought we need to pay taxes, mm-hmm. right? Before we departed for Manila to Tokyo, the counter, the Cebu Pacific representative asked us to claim travel taxes because mm-hmm. we don't have any OEC, right? Mm-hmm. That would have been our exemption. Mm-hmm. But then when we went to pay for travel taxes, we were exempted. They just gave us a travel tax exemption form. Oh, okay. That's good. So in my mind, maybe in their records, we are still OFWs. Mm, but you just don't need an OEC anymore. Because we are permanent residents, yeah. Well, that's good then because that, yeah. that is the main benefit of, of being an OFW, right? That you don't need to pay those <laughs> airport taxes. Tax, yeah. Yes. Okay, that's good. All right. Yeah, so was good. Okay, so do I have any other questions about this? I guess I would say what was your, you know, most memorable experience, you know, as a Balik Bayan this time around? Like, you know, for example, Jollibee, you hadn't eaten in three years. Did it meet your expectations? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. Okay. All, all of it was was worth it. And I think the most, I would say, fulfilling uh, item is really meeting family, meeting mm, uh, friends and family that I haven't seen in, in three years, right? Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed is, like, my friends, oh, my God, we used to be... Always hanging out, uh, drinking, singing karaoke. Mm. But now it's completely changed. We just had dinner and then we went for coffee instead. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is so bizarre. Like, okay. is this adulting or are we no adults? Like, of why course are we... you are. <laughs> well, your friends, are they parents, some of them? Yeah, some of them are. Yeah, that's probably the reason now. why. <laughs> yeah. So it is, it is kind of... It, I don't know. Uh, it's a so- sobering fact that we're already at a prime age. Mm. Uh, we kind of, our preferences, uh, some of the choices that we make 
it's it's completely changed and i think it's for the better right we we now become more conscious about what we consume mm-hmm. uh, alcohol especially we need to moderate and all that so yeah i think right. that was one of the best experiences right mm. being able to meet people again physically yeah i think that would uh, be the main reason years. why you would fly back to the philippines anyway because of that trip we were actually flying back again in december like we've never had christmas in cebu for the past 10 years ever since i've been mm-hmm. an ofw mm-hmm. i've never spent christmas in philippines except i think Number when one, you got married right even then yeah we didn't spend christmas uh, i think in in the philippines oh time. like but your, we but already, your wedding we, was in december so you flew yeah it was in december christmas. but we we flew back um, ah, i think okay, it's, okay. to singapore already. yeah big, and the reason for that for those who are listening is that It's very expensive, basically, to yeah. to fly yeah. home for Christmas in the Philippines. Yes, uh, like Ray, I also rarely spend Christmas in the Philippines, right? mm. maybe two times or or three times, and it's usually because somebody decided to get married in December. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> I purposely wanted, you know what I mean? Because you just want mm. to avoid the extra stress of the holidays. Mm. Yeah. That's okay, right. so but now you 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 realize you missed your family and that's why you're going back for Christmas. No, so my the family of my father's side is actually doing a reunion in Davao. Mm. So w- one of my father's brother is in Davao, so everybody is going to Davao. So majority nice. of the family is in Cebu, and they were like, you know what? Let's let's do a reunion. Let's do it. Let's time in in Christmas. Let's do it in Davao. And I was like. Ray, you're the only one who won't be joining. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like really, so there's added pressure, right? And I've <laughs> not seen the family in Davao for like I don't know, two decades now. Okay, got it. Okay, that, that's how long. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. It costs an <laughs> arm and a leg. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just once in a two decade kind of mm. event. So yeah, so and yeah, you haven't really traveled for the past three years anyway, right? Mm. So yeah, so you probably. Have some money saved from all that. Uh, <laughs> you can use it for this one. <laughs> Not really. I, I just I just close my eyes and and you know take the hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that's still good though. It's it's it is mm. nice to spend Christmas in the Philippines because as we talked mm. about in previous episodes, the the Christmas spirit is different there because yes. people actually really enjoy spend um you know celebrating Christmas in the Philippines. Yes, okay. that's that's totally totally correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so All yeah, right. so I think that would be it then, right? I mean, there's that would be it. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be very curious and interested to know if there's any listener who has the same experience, right? Mm. Those who have not been back to the Philippines for a very long time, what are your questions? What What do you think? And those who have been back, what are the changes have you noticed? Right? Mm-hmm. I'm really curious. So please let us know your experiences as well. Yeah, how did you feel going back to post-pandemic Philippines? Right, mm. like what is that like compared to the previous days? All right, okay, yeah. thank you. That's thank you. It. Bye. Pansit. Bye. <laughs>